0: School each Sunday night, I'd watch the practice with none of my friends. I'd turn the dial- Come up with a hundred something more times things to say here. Oh, damn it, that didn't go well. Out of I thought I'd be
1: a millionaire. Turns out I'm unemployed.
0: Out and welcome to the Out of Practice Podcast. We are up to season three, episode two. We are rolling along. Uh, how's
1: it going, Dex? Well, as I alluded to in my little pre-message there, the company I've been working for for the past seven plus years was a little startup when I started. So I took all these stock options for that day that one time we would go public and I'd make all the monies and my years as a yeah. performer would not have not been for naught because I
0: would make have made money anyway. And you, And every time you do a preamble like this, I know it's headed to something good. So, the company got bought out, which, uh,
1: by a pretty big company, which is nice, I can't talk about any of this, Um, but regardless, the the, the company that bought us is not publicly traded either, and so instead of, you know, like, my stuff being worth something now, it's basically just diluted into nothingness, but I can't even trade up for the bigger stuff, so I have to wait to see, like, whatever math gets done and I get bought out, but... Chances are good that at the end of it, I will have not made my nest egg and will also probably not have a job. So awesome week
0: for me. Wow. Wow. That I, I don't even understand any of that because I don't have enough money to like know what a stock is. Uh, yeah. But well, yeah, that sucks, dude. Well, not only that. So on the flip of that,
1: I'm just I'm laying it all out there. I got, you know, this, oh, right. there's this well, there's this one show that, like, I really want to do. It's called Once, for those of you who don't follow the theater. And it's because all the, the actors also play instruments. And I love to play my little guitar on the stage. I rarely get to do it. Anyway.
0: Right. I've, and you're sort of perfect
2: for it.
1: Yeah, in a lot of ways. But what I've forgotten, you know, and, and the thing about me, too, is I, I can fake a lot of other instruments. I'm not proficient, but I can fake it. But anyway, long story short, my agent who hasn't seen me or really talked to me in multi years—that's <laughs> always a good yeah. Sign. I get like an audi- I get the audition request in my email. It's like for once, and I'm I'm so jazzed because it's something to work on and something to get prepped for. <laughs> but it's for all of the wrong tracks for instruments I don't play. Isn't it always that? And way? I'm like, so then I write back. And I'm like, hey, what's up? I don't play these instruments, and they're like, what? you can't be this way? You have to just go in there and kill it. I was like, look. Normally you go, I can't sing that note, but I'll go in and give it a whirl. Is different than pre- prepare a piece on the piano, ukulele, and mandarin. Or mandarin. <laughs> mandarin. <laughs> yeah. It's basically <laughs> the mandolin, which I don't play, so it's like speaking mandarin. What, am I just going to go fake it? You don't fake those things.
0: But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I, I hate to take the side of your agent here, my friend. But uh, everybody is going to go in there and fake it if you can fake it just a little bit better than the next idiot who's doing the exact same thing, because there aren't a lot of actors out there who play the Mandarin orange. So like, it, it Jill's does the same thing all the time. Just like, tuba yeah sure i play tuba and then you you go in there and you play like two notes and you'll sort it out in the room i guess that's fair that's fair but i in this case i would need to who who do you think is auditioning for this that is like a world-class musician (laughs) on all of those instruments all right
1: well then here's my next question keith can i can i borrow a
0: mandolin do you have one i don't think so (laughs) okay so we have i mean we have eric's uke we have a banjo, yeah. we have like six guitars, and my piano. None of those helping me for this Mandarin
1: audition. Ah, that's that's too bad. Anyway, that's and then bad. the next one was like, oh, also send in a video of you playing the drums for, for Monday. And I was like, well, also, how am I going to do any of that? <laughs> so what is going to end up happening is they're going to expect me to play the drums, mandolin, piano, ukulele, and like one other thing, the cajon, right? and great and i'm gonna roll in there monday with a guitar and be like hey what's up <laughs> i'm gonna play no exactly I'm gonna play this for you
0: no i no, that makes perfect sense because like look if i'm if it's my show and i'm casting it i ask for 16 different things from everybody yeah and then i just see who who can do what and see where i can make things fit yeah you know what that makes me feel better actually oh totally yeah no nobody's like you think Patty LaPone like really sweat her tuba audition <laughs> for Sweeney Todd?
1: Yeah, because me and Patty share a lot of uh, reputation outside of that, so I feel like it's an act. Well, you know, also like
0: we've both done plaid, right? Yep. And uh, too many times, I, I did the you know I did the accordion part. I did the piano part too, but like I never played the accordion. You only have to learn like sixteen bars of one song. That's all you, and like just from sheer rote memorization you can figure out 16 bars of one song well the once is sort of like two hours of songs yeah there's there's more of it yeah no jill's <laughs> went through like 52 rounds of that yeah I, um, same here i think we were up for the same well it doesn't regardless it was a funny story that that's so close. W- oh god known. that ruined a christmas once oh boy <laughs> yeah well lots of christmas anyway. yeah
1: speaking of ruined christmas welcome to the holidays let's start with halloween because yeah. that's where we are
0: we, yeah, we're actually sort of synced up almost with the show itself. Uh, about three weeks uh, out, but three weeks out, but we're we're gonna catch up, or it's gonna catch up. No, 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 we're behind. No, it's not. Yeah. we're gonna be well. we're whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was also October in nineteen ninety eight when we did this episode. But we have we have a lot of things to get get through today. So just bear with us, uh, because I have to start with. Oh, no,
1: we haven't heard this in a while. Objection!
0: There will be an appeal. Objection! Alright, so I have to object to myself from uh, last episode, which we recorded before we launched the season two recap. And I was Captain Salty uh, complaining that nobody was going to listen to it. Because nobody listened to season one and I was like I'm gonna come back on here nobody's gonna have watched it I'm gonna be really annoyed everybody's listened to it <laughs> so I I uh, I appeal my saltiness from before I have been overruled I apologize thank you for listening to our season two recap we worked hard on it and we did enjoy it well I mean one of those things is true <laughs> Look, I I had to queue up ten thousand of those uh, sound cues. That was something, and I had to pretend to
1: understand what you were saying while you were saying it during those sound cues. So, <laughs> I I think
0: that's pretty much all you do on this podcast ever.
1: That's true. You see, Keith is hearing uh, me taking all of my computer audio and cycling it into the recording software. I am hearing Keith through Ring Central, all of his stuff coming through Ring Central, so it sounds bad.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You pro- you probably never even heard most of these cues. I hear them like
1: shittily. And then when I remix the episode, I hear them in high def and it's,
0: it's awesome. All right. That makes sense. So I get right. to r- well, really enjoy it twice. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, next up, we have a very important session called. Filings, it's peanuts. Ah, Okay. Well, first off, we got a kiss from our very first oopsie winner. We got a kiss. We got a we got an Instagram kiss emoji from our now friend of the podcast, Jar Adrian L. Lelliot. Wow. Who, uh, I tagged her in the uh, in the post, and she sent us a kiss. Thank you very much. Congratulations on your oopsie. That's
1: awesome totally awesome right we, we were i'm sort of geeking out because we really i mean <laughs> trying to remember how old how old do you think she was when she recorded that episode i mean it couldn't have been more than 12 13 13 yeah 13 14 maybe so the the talent you displayed then was through the off the charts keith and i will never reach that level and you've far surpassed it by now so congratulations thanks for taking the time out of your day to send us a a, a smooch
0: yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, we we have a kiss from uh, Adrian, and we have a, a like from Dylan McDermott. I think we're off to a pretty good start.
1: Yeah, like and a kiss. I mean, I, I don't like and a kiss. No, no disrespect to Jer, but I would probably prefer to flip those. I'd take the the Dylan kiss just because it's
0: just to rub it in my wife's face. <laughs> that is such an odd statement. I'm just gonna let that hang. <laughs> uh yeah i guess i'll be letting it hang for a while now too after that um oh 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 no so keep that t- I, I, i'm not even gonna play the bumper because that's not even a thirsty comment that's like a sad comment yeah well i'm a sad person so <laughs> <laughs> happy people don't do podcasts yeah that's a good <laughs> Pro tip
1: and today uh we are talking about it off air not only am i doing a podcast but i for reasons I'll leave off the show, I ha- I got booted from the bedroom today, so I'm I had to set up my little laptop on my kitchen table with my cats eating at my feet. I'm just <laughs> it's really sad. I'm really fitting the the uh, the profile of a a sad white guy doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> so oh, I was just about to make a joke that was so inappropriate, we were going to have to cut it. So I'm glad that I didn't. Congratulations, hey, everybody! Imagine what I was about to say there. And uh, I apologize for it. You know, on this podcast, Keith, we've had to cut a lot of things, usually people's
1: names, and it's usually ex-girlfriends. That's true. So speaking of friends of the show, good friend of the show, Tom Brady, we're a couple of weeks out of sync with him, but uh, so I want to catch up.
0: So we've heard from Tom. Oh, I'm so
1: excited. Yeah, but since we've been recording ahead, it's sort of hard to keep the audience in perfect chronology. But that said... Tom wrote to us on the 4th of October, so almost exactly synced up with the episode, interestingly. But regardless. This was before the season
0: two recap. Yes. Was posted. Yes.
1: And he said, sorry, guys, I've been out of touch lately again. I've been working on my escapability and I fear that I've gotten a little too good at it. I heard that your season has come to an end. I hope that your season ends the same way that every season of mine ends with a trophy and he's got a picture of Tom Brady holding the Lombardi Trophy for winning the Super Bowl, which. Oh. Keith, I was for those so of, those delighted. who missed who who missed our recap episode, even though it's been rather popular, why don't you tell them why Tom's email is so ironic?
0: Why this? When this came in, I was so delighted because I knew what was coming. <laughs> I was going to know exactly when he listened to the episode, season two recap because the season oopsie for the tom brady award for being tom brady went to eli manning (laughs) and uh i'm assuming he reacted to this would you please give us a staged reading of the reaction he did well it should be noted that we
1: reached out to tom with a a picture of our tom brady award for being tom brady season uh, end award oopsie yeah, we, we sent that after
0: he sent his email.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hard Just to, um, to rub it in a little. Yeah. bit. Yeah, uh, which, you know, was Eli holding the trophy and the email says the following outrageous.
0: You gave the no, award I think you need, no, and you need to emote this. Come on, man. You're, you're right. You're right. Do it.
1: Outrageous. You gave the award to that <laughs> pencil necked feeble simpleton Eli. Picture of Tom Brady yelling. Your sidekick even brought up the 2008 for, even brought up 2008 for God's sake. At least I don't have to look back 11 years for my last positive moment picture of, <laughs> picture of Tom Brady being angry. Well, let me say, I truly hope I never get awarded the Being Eli Manning award I might find myself <laughs> getting lost on the way to the men's room and then a picture of Eli looking stoned, confused, and concussed. <laughs> I guess I will have to cry myself to sleep on top of my pile of money next to my supermodel wife. Sniff, sniff. (laughs) Yours, Tom. Oh, Oh, that felt so good. I've been looking forward to that for weeks. You know, looking at this this email thread, because Tom, like us, is too lazy to actually delete the past said sent emails. So our thread is just epic at this point. But now, for some reason, I guess my phone updated my Gmail app and I'm getting all the pictures. And so the actual live thread of all of these pictures of Tom Brady in various Uh states of drag, emoting, uh, just all of them. It's really it's really a delight. So uh, thanks, Tom, for writing in. Sorry it it didn't work out for you this year. But uh, who knows? You always bounce back. You always bounce back.
0: That's right. That's right. It's uh, you know, you're always going to get to the season-ending awards whether you win or not depends on whether you play maybe a team in the NFC East or not. Keith, let me just say this last thing to you. Yeah. And then we're going to get off Tom Brady. Okay. So the
1: Giants are The terrible. Giants. Yeah, the Giants are the Giants. The Eagles are also terrible. To to be yes. to be fair, the NFC East I guess belongs to the Cowboys at this point.
0: Uh, who cares?
1: You're right you're absolutely right on that point alone (laughs) can we skip forward a few weeks oh my god all we have right now is the end of the world series and basketball keith that's all we oh hockey hockey
0: we have hockey you know your
1: mission is getting me into hockey because i have nothing else i have literally nothing else right now actually the Sixers are pretty
0: good I i believe both of our interactions with each other it predicated on having nothing else that's a good point
1: there, there, the reports saying that Tom is not this gonna stay episode
0: New- is sponsored by Prozac.
1: Tom is not going to stay in New England next year. What if in the, there's a there is a universe in which Tom Brady goes to the Giants who were in need of some leadership at the quarterback position?
0: That's we have Daniel Jones. We just took him six overall in the draft. Yeah. How's he doing, man? You know, considering who he has to throw to and the rest of the team. Fine. All right. You, would would you, you would you
1: turn Tom Brady away? Would you turn fifty seven year old
0: Tom Brady away? I would absolutely
1: turn Tom Brady away. <laughs> you heard that. You heard it here first, folks. Hot take. Oh. Hot take. Ooh, shots fired. So shots what? A, what fired. more? Most important question of the day.
0: Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we what? talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, as Tom so eloquently put it. We are going to reach back, not 11 years, but 20 years. Yeah, 21 years into the past to try to find something positive.
1: This day in the basement.
0: So a full (laughs) drunk 21 year old into the past. A full drunk 21, 21 years into the past. Do we have something positive that we can cling to? What's well, going, what was going on on October 4th, 1998?
1: Well, we're getting ready for the holiday season around my house at the Halloween season. This was, I think, the last year I did Halloween. Uh, I, oh. remember, I believe I might have told the story before on the podcast, so I'll keep it brief. My last year with my buddies uh, doing, uh, you know, dressing up and going out into the neighborhood. We were seniors in high school. My buddy John had this big red van. And so, what we did, and my other buddy worked at a decal shop. I don't know if you got, if you know what that is. Boy, like a, a running sign around shop. in
0: a big red van on Halloween is just like a... <laughs> you should be arrested just on concept there. Yeah,
1: well, if it was a, a, a nondescript white van, then you'd be right. Um, the hashtag... You know what? I'm going to leave that. I'm not even going to make a joke. So... What we did That's was... two jokes we bailed out of because they were too dark. <laughs> yeah. So we had a decal made up that said Publisher's Clearinghouse on it. And we we stuck that to the van. Uh, we got... One guy was holding all... put We all had suits on. One guy had a big uh, ballo- thing of balloons. We made a big fake Publisher's Clearinghouse Halloween spectacular check. And then I we had a fake camera and I had a microphone and we were going to people's houses and doing a big like... You won oh, the God, clearing Clearinghouse so Halloween. And then the sec- they would eat. Not everybody freaked out. A couple people did mark out, though. And then we would literally just turn the light off, sprint back to the van, jump in and peel off. So we didn't get any candy. We didn't get any sort of Halloween. We just kept doing this thing.
0: You, ju- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you at the- just tortured people. <laughs> and at the end, we were like, you know what? That was funny the first two times. After that, it just became a little nerve-wracking because we were afraid people were going to get upset. And then, w- worse of all, we didn't get any candy.
0: I- <laughs> Which, really, outside of that, what's the point? But you were like the Santa Claus of disappointment. Yes. So that's
1: uh, it. That's, 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 that was our Halloween. Of course, that probably happened. I don't know what day Halloween fell on. We usually waited for the weekends. But, yeah, that was our uh, that was our big Halloween prank.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, mine is also a little bit Halloween-themed. So, oh boy, my freshman year at college, man, was not the greatest, happiest time. Mm -hmm. But that week, I believe, or a week later, we had a freshman Halloween mixer, which there was a party and such and dancing, and I... This is going to be, what, the second or third romantic strikeout I'm going to talk about on this podcast. Be prepared. There's so, so many more. (laughs) But so I had uh, this girl that we were like vibing together. We were dancing together. And I was like, wow, this girl is way out of my league. She was a violist. Keep this just in from our audience. Don't ever say vibing again. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I, I retract the statement. Anyway, but so clearly I don't know what was going on in her life, uh probably some horrible trauma, but she was clearly into me. And we went up after the uh after the mixer to her dorm room and awkwardly made small talk and she uh tried to poison me with dates. Like these horrible Ugh, oh, like chalky sand dates that I, like, tried to gag through. Anyway, so... <laughs> if you don't think I... I see what you're doing. Which is... <laughs> it's gonna be all the sadder. So, because I was so blazingly awkward, was, I say like this past test, Past tense. Basically, I filibustered our date. We just did anything other than make out or anything as I just like talked about bullshit. Just anything to prevent what? anything happy happening to the point where we finally, at the end of the night, I'm leaving her dorm room at like two o'clock in the morning. We haven't even like made eye contact, let alone touch. This poor girl has to go to me and say, uh, I'm ready for you to kiss me now. What? <laughs> she literally had to say to me i need you to kiss oh, me oh man at which point there was this awkward uncomfortable kiss then i went back to my dorm room and we never spoke again <laughs> guys what i have to like tell
1: you is that keith ended up marrying like the coolest girl she's so cool she's so talented and so you think to yourself after hearing these stories what poison dates did keith feed his wife
0: it's a really really good question yeah uh god knows nobody understands i don't even understand anyway so uh but one of the benefits of these horrible horrible interactions that i had in college is I got. I wrote at least one song about every single one of these horrible interactions. So uh, don't worry. This comedic, ridiculous uh, interaction that was so unconsummated uh, got a really sad, faux deep ballad that I piano ballad that I wrote about it. So
1: let me ask you. Let me ask you a, an, an important question though. Let's say yes. we could hop back in our Back back uh, back to the Future DeLorean and bring you back to that. Yes. What was the name of your dorm you were staying at at the time?
0: Uh, well, it was the only dorm. It was okay, Eastman Dorm. Eastman Dorm. And all. what's a fake
1: name for this girl?
0: Oh, uh...
1: <laughs> okay. Let's call so her Smesica. Smessica. Let's say we get in that DeLorean and we were hiding around the corner and we're uh we we give old keith we give young keith some pep talks and we actually convince him to get his get his booty on right so Smesica, to get his <laughs> yeah did that booty sound on? like something you would do <laughs> so Smes. <laughs>
0: Does that sound like something? So
1: I Smesica and young Keith are getting their booty on in the Eastman dorms. And there's these two <laughs> almost 40 year olds secretly watching them from the bushes outside.
0: Who I believe now would have to be on some sort right, of a registry. We,
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'm getting at here is through the window, through the cracked window while the booty is getting on inside the door Eastman dorm. What song would we hear being played on the radio?
0: During during the booty. Oh, this was uh, the Eastman School of Music, so it would probably be like very no no no. no but in this case,
1: because Cool Keith was playing the number one hit of the time on the radio. Oh, <laughs> you see where I'm going here? <laughs> oh, so everybody no. picture awesome Keith and Young Smesica getting their booty
0: on. <laughs> you tried to say. <laughs> Here's on. what we would have heard. And I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, I'm not going with you. I'm not, I'm definitely not picking Post up what you're laying down. Come on
1: in. I'm oh, not. Don't mind my tuba over there. <laughs> Check out this tuba. Lay down in my, lay down in my bunk. No. I w-
0: <laughs> in my in Push my Push those empty bunk. calzone boxes to the side. <laughs> no, that was like literally what it was and we would be listening to God a commercial it. for google it took me that long <laughs> this episode brought to you by the first one second uh, of a we, google you know we to we yeah. such a good start for uh for season three and now we have thoroughly thoroughly gone off the rails the first night by monica baby, baby, this was definitely not what we would Although, have made it out of it would have been to. appropriate. It would have been appropriate to definitely not us. Because she was, you know, the reason I never saw her again, because she was like, rehearsing for 12 hours a day, doing a viola sonatas and such. I did see her performing well, on SNL cool. like five years later. Let me officially state and, for the record, I've never heard this song before. This was the number one song? I don't know. That's what it says. Monica the First Night. I mean, I saw the video. It could use a couple of laser sounds and snake charms, but outside of that, yeah. Couldn't they all? Anyway, so uh, continuing our fake date. After uh we listened to the first night, we would have gone to see ants. The uh the ripoff of uh the Pixar oh, but Woody movie Allen Bug's was Life. In that, right? Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Went> well for <laughs> him too. How old are those ants? How old? Uh, oh boy, we're in we place. it's not a it's this It's the
1: world we the world we live in. We're just We're just observing the darkness. The
0: world we live in is just it's dark today, and if we cracked, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> and if we cracked the uh, Burlington Free Press, we would see that Dean's bridge record holds up, which I don't know what that means. But Howard Dean was our governor. I'm assuming there were some records. So on any
1: ladies out there looking to have an illicit affair with married Keith here, just know that you're in you're in you're in store for uh, an awkward make out whilst listening to old '90s R and B watching an animated movie starring woody allen and reading the newspaper so quite the
0: date in store <laughs> the burlington free press but i Whoa! have a new segment season three we have one more thing to do because we're trying to waste as much of your time as possible oh, that's this true. week <laughs> every time last week i was like wow that episode was but, so fast and then i when i was putting it
1: into uh Edit it. I was like, wait, it's still an hour and 45 minutes. How is that even possible?
0: <laughs> we podcasting it takes up time, anyway. So, you know, one of the things I realized is that now the practice is going on Sunday nights, as I mentioned last week, and Sundays are very important in the fall. For those of us football fans with Tom oh, Brady smart. that we Who's talked playing? about. Who was Sunday Night Football? So I'm introducing a new segment called Sports Ball. The New York Giants lost twenty to three to Tampa Bay. Danny Connell and Trent Dilfer each threw for eighty-three yards and no touchdowns. In a scintillating game that had the Giants fall to two and three. The Eagles dropped to zero and five, losing forty-one to sixteen to the Broncos. Bubby Brister threw four touchdowns, and Terrell Davis ran for one hundred and sixty-eight yards in a and
1: mile high. Two things: one, you timed that perfectly. Congratulations. Number two, literally <laughs> nothing has changed. Really <laughs> we're still <had> terrible <laughs> oh my god at least the giants was, were supposed uh, to be bad this year so we sad. were supposed to be the t- best team in the nfc and potentially the the win the super bowl again
0: yeah uh well i mean look there's still time what three you, and two and four? four three and four three and four. Oh, oh you're fine you get plenty of time dallas is always gonna
1: cry anyway out. this was so much football talk but thank you keith uh, who ended up winning... Who ended up winning the that Super Bowl that year, 1998? Or should we have to wait? Like, we'll wait it out. You know what? We'll wait it out. Nine.
0: Yeah. Wait it out. I, I could tell you that, but I'm not going to. All right. Guys, you know what it's time for? Oh, We're gonna uh, my We're going to do the God.
1: episode. Oh, okay. But
0: this, first... Am I part of that? Or <laughs> do you have something cute? <laughs> what do we do first? No. No, I forgot to set up... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So on. this episode was... Uh, written by David E. Kelly, who did the teleplay, with a story by Joseph, Joseph Talushkin, who also wrote on the Civil Rights and Truth and Con, Oh, God. Truth and Consequences, and Alan Estrin, who also worked with Joseph Talushkin on those two episodes. It was directed by Jace Alexander for the first time, who also directed on Xena of Warrior Princess. He did 32 episodes of Law and Order and 19 episodes of Rescue Me, He's also an actor who was in Crocodile Dundee 2 and Clueless. Which brings us to everyone's favorite <laughs> What What This thing thing's gonna happen. So this episode is called... I'm still... <laughs> you should have played yeah, that on well, the this Mandarin. This is what they're
1: getting, so... Um... So uh, what are you going to play for us today, Mike? Well, this is the uh, opening bumper of one of our segments on this podcast I do with my friend where we watch old episodes of The Practice, David E. Kelly's legal drama from the early 90s.
0: Right, right. And, 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 and how, how's, the, how's that going? How many people are, are, are listening to that? Could you fit them all in your living room, perhaps?
1: Well, let's just say that if you guys want a coffee, I can almost buy it for you with all of our proceeds. Keith, you'd have to share one, but it would be yeah, like a good a pumpkin spice. Coffee. We are in that season with all how many pumps, how many pumps do you guys want? How many pumps reasons to believe <laughs> since we've been so dark, I've decided that I'm going to use my power in influencing the 21 year old episode by believing that reasons to believe is going to be about one or more members of our firm. Shedding that constant, constant assessment of what am I doing? Why do I do this profession? Why everybody hates me? My son is, doesn't look up to me. This, that, the other thing. Uh huh. And we're gonna sure, get the inspiration. Sure, yeah. This week we remember why we do it. Okay. Whatever case or cases that takes The reasons to believe become more clear this week, and we burst into season three with renewed inspiration and intrinsic motivation to be the best defense firm in the goddamn city of Boston.
0: (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, prepare
2: for disappointment. It's the Out of Practice Podcast. previously on the practice what's wrong oh there's a previously we haven't had
0: one of those in a while the bar. no we haven't what?
3: what i've been going to night school
0: law school at night
4: for the last five years
0: i'm gonna That's pause right, rebecca's a lawyer now. i'm gonna
1: pause it right there because that was the best was that in the edit of the episode i don't think it is where she's like I i've been going think- to night school and he goes night school at night as if the way it was cut just <laughs> made it seem like he was clarifying <laughs> what night school was
0: <laughs> Wait at night? Wait, is it
1: some sort of a school? He passed the bar. What?
4: what? I'm going to night school.
1: Law
5: school at night. Yes, that that <laughs> is. A
0: that case. is what it is. My own case. Stolen bike. One day trial. A couple of weeks. She was going to clown no school, but somehow you passed the no bar idea anyway. You have who the bike belonged to. No.
4: You stole it.
6: Misdale. Oh, Professor? you gone? Bobby Donald is a good
1: practitioner. You
6: studied to be a lawyer.
1: Are we gonna revisit oh, we the, the cigarette case? It's I feel just, like that's I done. Hate to see you waste your Overdone. Gift.
6: On what basis do you sue my firm? Or me?
3: On the basis of a hunch.
6: I'll be in court personally to respond to your
0: motion.
3: Then this doesn't have to be goodbye.
0: Wow. Okay, so we're cer- certainly I, setting up Egon to, for a return. I'm disappointed. We all are, Egon. We all are.
1: The saturation's even better in these fl- uh, these uh, previously scenes. Okay.
0: Helen?
7: Oh, don't give me help. I was about to go running. Okay, my day was over. They just did like
0: this call. weird pan Why up, like sexy pan up it? of Helen. Because I do. In I her athletic fly, wear. All right, Apparently, wait, the uh, David <laughs> David E Kelly's thirsty too. You know that I believe that's called athleisure. Yep.
6: Boyfriend blood, baby yes. We already did one lineup. But All right, so to that's James
0: Pickin Jr. Why? back.
6: Cuz this is the witness.
0: Little kid who looked right at the camera.
1: Okay, Danny. We just need to it's do gotta this be one five.
6: more.
1: It's got to be five. We need from
6: Brad to point to the man who hit Cindy. Okay, buddy.
1: Okay. We'll just do this real. So the witness here is a little little boy See, looking at a police lineup through the glass. And legally, I want to be covered.
7: Go ahead.
5: Number one, step four.
8: Is that the man who hits Cindy, sweetheart?
0: Nope. Step back. Number two. That kid is appropriately haunted looking. Is that the man? We should do. No. Kid who might be Danny Torrance. Dude with the shining. The dude with the shining? That is Dakota Party who did this, ER, the pretender, and like we all wish we had done, retired at age five. (laughs) Look at
1: uh, the great casting though. Look at how much he looks like a mom there.
0: Yeah, he really does. Oh, you know what? Let's just save ourselves some time and do. Mom. Mom. That just made me so uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny because I was going to say some thirsty things, but I chose
0: not to. <laughs> yeah, but I knew the intent was there. <laughs> that mom who will not be commented on in any other fashion <laughs> is played by Eve Gordon. Keith, what does it say the- that we've me toed ourselves? Oh, God. We tr- I <laughs> we've just truly, neutered ourselves truly. right out of this podcast. I'm so upset. <laughs> Uh, Eve Gordon was also in the world According to Garp, Honey We Shunk Ourselves, Felicity The Grudge 2, American Horror Story, Versailles, and Big Little Lies, also a David E. Kelly show
1: Step back, number three They're all very attractive white men Oh Underscoring tells me that that's Is the that guy
8: Is that the
1: man? The Shining says Thanks, music.
8: Is that the man?
9: Yes
1: Yes thanks danny
0: are you sure yes also like okay pro tip guys when you're in a lineup don't stare menacingly at the glass when it's your turn to go up because it's a it's a little guilty looking maybe don't try to kill the witness with eye bullets I am too lazy to get up and
1: fetch it, but my senior year high school, which we've been talking about, my senior photo looks—you were in a lineup, no—but it looks scarily, scarily, uncannily like that guy. Oh really? Yeah, like so, Danny Torrance here, The Shining, looking through the camera at me and saying yes, freaked me,
0: out, freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> Guilted conscience. Gotta talk to our therapist about that. Okay, well, Danny Torrance yeah. got a finger the perp. You know, I realized uh, this morning when I set up my next appointment with my therapist, I just realized I set it up for Halloween night. Ooh. I have, I have therapy at nine o'clock on Halloween. I don't even know what that says about me, that A, I'm totally fine with that, and B, I didn't realize it was Halloween until after I'd already set up the appointment. I know, it's a bummer. Halloween used to be so fun. Now nobody even comes to our door, really. So it's not like I can hand candy out. No, but uh, although I do take that opportunity to buy an absurd amount of candy, (laughs) you know, just in case. Yeah. To be very, you know, at any any point, you can get a hundred kids at the door. So that's a good thing. Need to be prepared. We
4: need to fill the position
0: now. Oh, Lindsay's in uh, a tracksuit too. They're all running.
4: Tommy Young doll in front. One moment, please, Lindsay. Well, I'm gone for the day. It's your professor friend, Pearson.
0: She put that together He's very Egon, fast. Gone for those of yeah. you playing at home.
3: Hello? Hi. Whoa, 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 wait. Slow down. Slow down. All right. Where is he now? Did A you call police?
0: Camera work here. Yes, hey, is I'm Egon in trouble?
3: Yes, I'll bring Bobby. Okay, just give me your address. What, what
0: bring Bobby? Bobby's got tickets to the Red
5: Sox game.
3: Come on, the day is just beginning. What happened? Anderson Sports Pearson, ball. my stuffed shirt professor? Yeah. He just shot somebody dead. What? Come on. He
0: specifically. He asked me, oh, why do I always have to be. You've been one? sitting on that one. Yes. Yeah. Locked and loaded. And oh, which I know what that means. A it's a gun line. thing, right here. All
1: right. Draw a bead on was a clue on Jeopardy two nights ago. Was it? Yep. Got it right. Bitch. Boom.
7: Do believe he's right? Unfortunately, I do.
6: He also described the guy's clothing. Jacket, hat.
7: Was he wearing any of that clothing in the lineup?
6: Give me some credit.
8: Look, he's four years old. He's not going to be a witness in the trial, for God's sake.
1: He could be charged as an adult up in this court. Right? Mrs. Walsh.
7: I'm sure we will be able to collect a lot of physical evidence between now and the trial. But for the purpose of holding the defendant, we may be looking at a probable cause hearing. Which might mean your son having to testify. I'm hoping not. The arraignment is tomorrow. I see dead people. He doesn't have to be there, and I'll be in touch with you right after.
0: That's tough. They have no other evidence at this point? Have you watched this show before, Keith? (laughs) <laughs> Generally, there's one piece of Absolute evidence. Alright, so we are now going to Egon's house, which looks like it's the same house they've used for every rich murderer oh, they have ever done on this person. show. Come on. And they always pan right uh, to the entrance to of anything. the rich person's house.
1: Lindsay was in such a hurry, she decided not to put new her different clothes on. She stayed in her
0: running gear. She did. There's a big, dead guy, on the stoop. Nice. We're now in the library with Egon. Let's go.
6: Thank you for coming.
1: And Egon's wife. Egon with a gun. Mrs. Egon. Uh...
8: This man has been terrorizing us for a month. uh, We know he's he's been a lifestyle property, even though we can't prove it. Why was he terrorizing you?
1: Who's Egon's wife? Who's Egon's wife?
0: All right, no, you know, we got some live bumpers Wait, this play week. Wait,
1: though. I want to see if that's the, is that the right key? Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's the right Ooh. key. Okay. Yeah, no, you're totally right.
2: Uh, oh, you down, down a half, a half step.
0: step. All right, well, you know, I bought it. I, I don't think, somebody out there, our, our listener with perfect pitch is like, oh, ow, ow. Uh, th- that person who's listening, though, uh, if it's a Keith song, it's higher than you think. <sighs> don't I know it. I, I can't help myself. Okay, anyway, uh, Egon's wife is played by Megan Cole, who many people would know from E.R. Seinfeld, but I know her from Next Generation. She played Nuar on The Outcast, and she plays Ambassador Kraytak as, uh, as a Romulan in two episodes of Deep Space Nine. You can always tell her by her very distinctive speaking voice.
2: Unnecessary Star Trek reference. The line must be drawn here.
3: Why was he terrorizing you?
6: Well, I, I, I cut him off on an exit ramp. Excuse me.
8: Yes. He followed him home. He's a crazy man. We finally had to get a restraining order for God's sake.
5: All right,
6: that's
3: a what serious
0: road
5: rage tonight.
8: I. Uh saw him pull up in front, and I said to Andy, my God, here he is again, and Andy got his gun.
6: Well, I just planned to let him know that I I, I was armed. I I, I wanted... He rang the bell. I opened the door. He was standing there, holding our cat. She was dead. Jesus. He dropped it at my feet and said, "Uh, uh, something must be the matter with her. Well, I just... I, I pointed my gun at him and and uh, told him if he ever bothered us again, I, I, I'd, I'd kill him. And then he said something like, uh, oh, I, I'm just a little mouse.
1: Uh, terrible idea to interrupt, Mike. But since y'all aren't watching, I wanted to just point out, Keith, I'm sure you caught it there. The shot of Dylan listening to him, it... It's, I don't know how to explain this. You have to be a good actor to really see this, but he's listening. You know what I mean? There's a difference between, here's a camera, here's Keith pretending to listen, acting about listening, right. and then there was Dylan who was listening to everything Egon had to say, even though he knows the script. I mean, it's such a subtle thing, but when you see it, you see it, you know?
0: Well, I mean, and that's and that's the essence of acting in a lot of ways, <laughs> is actually listening and pretending it's I mean, actually experiencing things as if it's the first time it's happened
1: well I hope those Emmy voters are experiencing because Bobby and Dylan are ready to roll this this year
0: he really is yeah
6: a, a, a mouse couldn't hurt you and then he said uh, maybe it was a mouse that killed the cat and then I I, 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 I was oh, shooting shit. it
0: that's a really odd piece of what dialogue. Told the police. Yeah, the Sounds mouse analogy like, wasn't I, I working. Told you. Like, what is it like? I mean, it's odd behavior. No right of a period, struggle. The victim like, no a, mouse? It's a no-brainer. You know what he is he is he is
1: Anderson
3: Pearson. He's one of the most prestigious lawyers.
1: Hey, he shot a guy five times. That's Ray Abruzzo's back again. The He's not going For a okay, let's go. It's smart of Egon to call them. Yeah. We'll Despite you, the professor. bad blood. Well, they're the best
8: He's simply the best
1: Oh, yeah, give me that single tear Egon, Igor's mom Igor.
0: Igor It's not even his mom What did I just say? Igor's I mean, mom <laughs> Just in case you're wondering He didn't play Egon <laughs> If you hadn't heard previous episodes We're calling him Egon because he looks like the actor did, But I'll isn't Harold breaks. Don't talk Okay you know what's
1: funny is that we've been doing that inside joke so long now that I start to think that it is Harold Ramis.
0: It really does, <laughs> or that that's in any way related to the name of the character, which it's not. We have got we are so far down the rabbit hole we don't even know we're down a rabbit hole
1: so this is great so Lindsay has took him for so much money and yet he still made sure to call her although interesting piece of that i thought was really cool is that even though he called her when she said she was coming he definitely on the other end of the phone we know by her response said make sure you bring bobby
0: yeah well bobby's bobby is the guy you want in a high-profile murder case he's in some trouble Lindsay. Yes, we, we got Now, her. regardless, if somebody
1: kills your cat or not, that doesn't really justify you in shooting them unless you felt like, threatened. Yeah. Dude, if you touch my cat,
0: I will fucking shoot you. I don't, don't even have a cat, but I love cats. What happened
1: them? to
4: Fat Cat? You got on it later. Uh, no, but later, long story. I didn't steal the bike, just took a little ride on Jimmy's stolen bike.
0: This is back to Rebecca's case. Who's a hey, kid who a kid You be need to be caught by a
4: Just criminal You. Maybe that's why he's out stealing bikes hey, He needs anybody to him. kick his bottom, it'll be me. He I is telling it. you the truth.
0: Rebecca? You need to stop hitting children with notepads Yes,
4: you can. Your associate here keeps hitting my son's head. The trial starts tomorrow. I have to know what I'm dealing with.
1: He told
2: you. Apparently, now the a truth. concussed child. Uh, I
6: need to uh, speak with Ms. Washington. One second.
1: Pull up the
0: tent, Keith. we got to put him in can protocol. Wait. No. <laughs> gotta go to the dark room for 10 minutes you're not
6: the kid social worker
4: I know that but I have to make a decision as to whether or not I have a truthful witness if I don't believe him how will a jury
1: well stop hating him better advice <laughs> you want to embezzle some money for the firm go for it don't you swat that no are she talking about a jury? She's not going to try this, is she? I don't know.
0: Guys. Hey. God, here we have had the first appearance of new cast member. Lucy Hatcher is the character, and that's Marla Sokoloff. Sokoloff, Sokoloff. You don't have like a fun entrance thing for her? No. I really
1: should. Keith, get
2: over. Get on the piano. Hold on. That you already said was <laughs> right, too far right. away,
1: but try it anyway. No, no, no! I'm
2: gonna do this. Hold on, let me do the little strings. Here we go. Turn off the uh, mic this time. New cast member.
0: Okay, it's the entrance of Marla Sokolov, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna set her I up because she's gonna be joining our cast. <laughs> She has done pre- previous to this, she did fi- 8 episodes of Full House, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, Party of 5, Over the Top, she was already a pretty established actress and after and during this, she was on Desperate Housewives, The Fosters, Dude Where's My Car, and capping it off, 8 episodes of Fuller House. That is Gia.
1: That is Gia from Full and Fuller House. She's will never be anything but Gia. So, the true test here, I am a super fan of Full House, it should be said, believe it or not. So, what should be noted here is that she was like a bad girl in Full House. So, I can only see her as sort of the bad influence Gia character. Can she flip the script on me and make me believe her as the new practice character? Otherwise, it's going to throw my whole world out of balance,
0: Keith. And I'm really. Oh, she is not going to be Gia to you soon. She's gonna be Lucy Hatcher.
1: Wow, can she outrun Gia?
10: Can I help you? So this was an upscale law firm. Yeah, do you work here? Uh, yes, I do, and you would be. Oh, hi, sorry. Lucy Hatcher. I'm the
1: new secretary.
10: Hi, Lucy. It's probably okay to wear jeans here, huh? Oh, you're here about the secretarial job. Legal assistant. I do phones too, don't worry. She said I take care of five lawyers. You guys two of them? Yep, that's us. We're, uh, we're two of them. Bam. Can I make a suggestion? Not that it's my place to give advice, and not that that's ever stopped me, but when you guys meet people, handshake, eye contact, then your name. Just like I did see. Lucy Hatcher.
6: Uh, James Berluti.
10: Good to meet you, James. (laughs) He just went with it. Lucy Hatcher, hi. Eleanor. Frut. Frut.
0: Eller doesn't it's a good like name. the name, kinda
10: girl. don't mess with me.
0: There yeah. it is, We have a new character.
1: I'm into it. Oh, I can't. I got Parrish.
6: Court appointed babysitter guy.
7: Oh god, my condolences. Yeah.
6: Look, uh I went over the report. I'm gonna be asking for a probable cause. He's kid is four. I know, I don't want to, but how can I not? I All right.
0: That Cute. From somewhere. What are you gonna do? Where? This lawyer who is the public defender defending the guy who was in the lineup earlier in the episode, where the four-year-old is the only witness, is played by Tim Ransom, who you would know from Outbreak, Murder, she wrote, he played four different characters in the law and order world. Scandal Handmaid's Tale, and he played Jack the Crazy Genius on Deep Space Nine. (laughs) Unnecessary Star Trek reference.
8: The line must be drawn here.
0: Who I thought was very good in those episodes.
8: Case number 32427, Commonwealth versus Anderson Pearson, second degree murder.
5: Robert Donald for the defendant, your honor, wave reading. We're also hoping to wave bail. Second degree, I have to Did you to hear that, Bobby Your just Honor.
1: throw his dick
0: across the room? I'm going to have to sure myself. Did. I know Anderson Pearson. This is Ben Slack back as Judge uh, Fuller. We'll
2: transfer you to third session to Before we even frame. begin
0: the trial, Your Honor, I
1: just want to remind the good citizens what good my client has done. Do you remember the giant Stay puff Marshmallow Man that was terrorizing New York? <laughs> well, <laughs> it met its... A likely demise at the hands of my client next case do you need someone to animate the statue of liberty with a psychedelic ooze
0: yeah wow. with bad ooze yeah <laughs> well okay so here's the thing perhaps in the world of the practice ghostbusters isn't a movie and harold ramus didn't play egon that he actually is a ghostbuster in real life and that's what they based the movie on maybe he's the real egon secretly Moonlighter, Uh, as a lawyer we really closed that gap there that logic gap
1: circled that square (laughs)
0: logic gap that's our theme song
1: (laughs) is that like a thigh gap
0: Had like the big soap, everyone look, stare off into the camera looking nervous. So we're visiting Egon in jail.
3: We're not getting bail. Second degree. If, if they ever gave bail to you, the, the press. Sorry.
5: I'll be in jail for a long time. That's what we'd like to talk about. The evidence here is basically all in. Any forensics will just confirm what we're already stipulating to. There's nothing to stop us from going to trial almost immediately. Can we get an immediate trial?
3: Well, knowing the judge does count for something.
5: We could go within a month if we want. The DA is agreed.
3: Unless we plead insanity, which would mean lots of tests, expert witnesses.
5: Insanity? It is an option. You saw your dead cat and you just temporarily lost it. And with temporary insanity, if we win, you walk, no hospital, free man.
0: Yeah, this is an interesting situation because, like, no. they're having to choose a defense for. Like, they've already stipulated everything that happened. He shot the guy on his doorstep who had been threatening him and killed his cat, but wasn't physically attacking him in exactly that moment. So, self defense is a little dicey, uh, but it's. I imagine that's got to be really difficult for a lawyer in this situation. Like, how do you put up a vigorous defense in this case?
1: Well, I would also add to that that, like, once again, we only have part of the information, right? But they made it very easily seem, oh, you saw your dead cat, and so you flipped out. But doesn't that totally negate the sort of mental torture of being road raged and then the guy comes to your house and he's stalking you and the wife made it seem like he's been doing so for a while and so there's all this this history of abuse and history of stalking which I feel like is much would play much better to a jury than just oh he killed my cat
0: Well, absolutely well it gets to the nature of self defense because you know what when does when does it become justifiable homicide when you're dealing with a stalker and I think that's a really that's a that's a difficult situation because he's being menaced. He's being threatened. He's not in physical danger in that. But but I think you could make a pretty good case that he thought he was in physical danger in that moment. Well,
1: this is where being a soft shelled liberal or living in a soft shelled liberal state is. uh, Is detriment to the cause, because if he was in Florida, there's no case
0: here. Yeah, because he was. Well, although I think even in Florida, because you have the stand your ground, you have the entering the home. He was on the doorstep. He had not entered the home. I think if he'd walked across the threshold. Yeah, but he was on then, his property. Stand your ground applies.
1: So it's property, not just the home. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Trespassing begins the second you walk on that property.
0: Well, trespassing, yes, but when do you when are you legally allowed to shoot them?
1: In Florida, I think whenever you want. Great. Great. The, the supermarket, that's my milk. You took the last gallon. Bang. I can't see any downsides to that.
3: The problem is you're getting the gun before he came to the door, plus your threat that you would kill him.
5: It doesn't preclude insanity, but it makes for a very tough sell. Next time you shoot somebody, you should wave your arms around all crazy first. Good time for a joke,
0: Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) I spoke right over it. I actually love that little beat there. Like, What are you recommending? A misfire joke adds to the realism of the situation. I'd like to go
5: self-defense.
6: Self-defense. The, the man was unarmed.
5: And talking to your wife, you two felt like this man might end up hurting you. That's true. You They're going to have the same conversation with just Isn't that did. the reason you bought the gun?
6: I, I'm not a criminal lawyer, but I seem to remember that the danger has to be immediate to justify self-defense. Technically, yes.
5: But if we can argue it, I think we can get the jury to buy it. The rap sheet on the victim was long. He was a bad guy.
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me.
6: If, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like you to run this by some lawyers at my firm. Now, I, I,
5: I don't mean to backstop you. Yes, you do. But I
0: understand. Of course, is about to lose his li- life. Jimmy tried to type. I love that beat with Jimmy.
10: Self-defense. The guy had no weapon.
0: Well, uh, that's what I'm looking up, uh, whether we could still use it.
10: Oh. Um, Donald Young in front, Lucy is, hold. uh,
0: not afraid to voice like an opinion. I, I wouldn't
10: buy it. Or close talk. i a good everyman compass. You know, one shot, maybe. She's one Gale, inch from
0: Jimmy's face.
1: Eh, five. One inch. Gail.
10: May I help you? I'm not sure. You're a lawyer here. Lucy Hatcher.
0: So is so she I the new Donald, com- comedic relief?
10: Him, so you must be Eugene Young. I'm Rebecca Washington. Additional. placement. Why does everyone here give me the fish? Big she's strong guy like you, how can you not have a strong handshake? Oh, excuse. Donald Young in front, please hold. Lucy! How many calls do you have on hold right now? Right. Hello, how may I help you?
6: It's not that well, I'm unsympathetic. Well, you know, Lucy, she's, Lucy's, she's from a broad character. You bring him into court, throw him into a witness Problem chair. Problem is, he's all you have get me something else to show cause otherwise it's not unheard can't of can't call to them take broads
7: anymore of come on helen and it's not unheard of for Boo. a defense attorney to waive probable cause
6: in this case it would be malpractice for me to waive it Kent. not hey take me off the case i'd love it find another pd you'll say yes if you can you think i'm having fun here
7: he's four years old
6: and every defendant has a right to confront his own accuser without that four-year-old a killer walks which result do you hate
0: more? Go back and get more evidence. He searched his house for <laughs> no, nothing.
6: All <laughs> the clothes and the weapons he must have got rid of.
0: You gotta find something. Detective.
6: Oh, uh, Helen. It's time for everybody's favorite
1: segment. Mike wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so in the lineup, they kept saying, is that the guy who hit whoever the girl was? Is that his sister, I guess?
0: Uh it was his babysitter. Okay. Um and his babysitter was murdered. Right. Was raped so, and killed. Okay. They were just they 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 were like, hey little Billy, who raped and killed your babysitter? Was that the guy? Was that the guy who raped and killed your babysitter?
1: Well you gotta learn now. I was start him young. You know what I'm
0: saying? I, I, I do not know what you're saying.
6: This is <laughs> Harrelson. It was their daughter who was.
7: Oh, I'm so sorry.
6: Are you gonna put him away?
7: I'm gonna try. Is there anything you can tell me?
8: Cindy would say that he'd threaten her sometimes, but I don't think physically. They've just broken up.
6: Just please get him, would you?
7: We
4: will. Uh, excuse me, Miss Fields? Yes? Um, I'm Rebecca Washington. I represent Michael. So Bay. is this the opposing Hello?
0: counsel,
1: Keith? I know
0: that! lawyer from somewhere it sure is the uh, rebecca's first combatant in a courtroom is played by julia campbell who did 71 episodes of ryan's hope she was on dexter Romeo and michelle's high school reunion yeah. and the resident baylor his
4: trial starts tomorrow
8: Tomorrow, I think you have the wrong D.A. No, you're on the file. Bicycle theft. uh, Juvie. Oh, yeah. God, you almost gave me a heart attack. (laughs) He's not a bad kid. No problem. Sufficient facts, no finding. God, for a
4: second... Well, no finding really isn't acceptable. If we admit to sufficient facts, even though it's technically not on his record, it comes back if he's ever arrested again. Well, what are you looking for? Well, not guilty. We're gonna roll with the trial. You're not serious. His friend took the bike. He rode on it later, but he's not the one who stole it. You actually want to try this? Well, I'd like for you to dismiss it. I can't do that. Well, I can't advise my client to admit to something he didn't do.
8: So I have to notify the witnesses to show up? We're going to trial? I guess. Ms. Washington, it's a bike. Misdemeanor. I even forgot to fob it off. That's how small this is. It's not small to my client. Keith, how many times times a day
1: do you fob it off?
8: Clean You do realize
0: if you push for a jury trial thrifty. and lose
8: client
0: thirsty But I do think that this storyline and, and I 'm com- completely ignoring that uh, <laughs> uh, Rebecca's storyline here it goes back to the pilot and if you remember much of the discussion of the pilot was about having a clean record. And that even if you didn't go to jail and there weren't a lot of these consequences, having that, having something on your record can affect the whole rest of your life. And so, I think it's I I totally respect what Rebecca's doing here because she's thinking ahead and realizing like even if this kid gets no you know there's no consequences for this, having it on his record is a big deal moving forward.
1: It is a big deal. Speaking of having things on your record, Keith, it
0: it. It Dawns
1: on me now that in my head, once again, our new cast member is only Gia. And when I knew Gia back in full house, she must have been 12, 13, 14, 15 years old when she came into sure. play, it was middle school, high school. And I'm going back in time in my head and remembering you last week saying that you, that this new character kind of shined your windows a little bit. She, Yeah, she sure did. So... It, squaring that circle in my head is basically putting you on my own personal Megan's list.
0: No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> we were born in the same year. So the the whole time that this was happening, we were the same age. So she was probably like 18, 19 here, as was I. Thank you very much. It's all above board. I'm just saying in the warped dimension enti- that is my brain. Yeah, I, I think that says more about you than it does about me. All <laughs> right.
1: I guess I got to edit that whole thing <laughs>
8: get time
1: man that's strange they actually just listen to the episode without talking for like a good 12 minutes it's almost as if they cut out their whole line of line of dialogue
3: steal the bike You should've seen them. Eight lawyers, not a single expression among them. Staring back Keith, at it. Keith, is life. that a real
1: oh, instrument I hear? I have
7: to say, Lindsay, self-defense.
1: It defense. is. It wasn't like they were questioning an external us so shot
0: they were from Boston high they stole that, from that Exactly.
7: Wow. I told
3: you. This is, why is she moving out? She got transferred to London. She's willing Wait, to sell price. are they gonna, gonna live together? Price. Oh,
7: can we afford
3: this?
0: Yes, it looks no, like
1: Lindsay I'm and Helen are gonna live together. All That's all the worst idea since when we lived together.
3: Funny. 2200 a month
1: think will they eat, eat as much Chinese food
7: this. and that's
3: all I picked
1: up on the
0: slob remember we'll hire somebody 2200 a month Wow I'm sure that was supposed to be <sighs> like oh my god that's horrible but I think now it's like wow that's a good deal I'm in
7: Bobby on the same night funny again
1: this is beautiful it, it really is <sighs> that's no money let absolutely it. do it I'd leave my wife to move into Aren't that crazy? apartment with you. Crazy, no. But will the judge even let you argue? In Boston.
0: Cuts? I'm going to cut that out. i got a conference tomorrow. I'll know then. Anderson, this Houston? entire episode is just going to be silence. After we well, cut everything. Well, we
10: certainly work late around here.
0: Yes, what? we do.
10: Oh, hey, I'm not complaining. I like it. I never go out before 10 and I'm lousy and idle. Well,
5: take it you've met, Lucy.
10: Yeah. Good handshake. You know, I used to work in a salon. I could help fix wow. your
1: Wow, Bobby dis. You don't hear that often.
10: You would be so. Mm. Thank you. I'm not a
0: magician. <laughs> but you can make <laughs> yourself disappear.
10: Oh, good one.
0: <laughs> she looked at Eugene, who was bald. This year, haven't wasn't actually higher. watched the show.
10: Bobby,
1: we got a little problem.
0: Sean. Sean, Rebecca. She wants to try the Baylor case. What's
6: the Baylor case? Juvie bike theft witnesses saw him and another kid take it the DA's offering to continue it with no finding and Rebecca wants to try it
1: why it's her first case and she's excited she says the
5: other kid stole it and he was innocent where is she hey
4: hey
5: you all set ah oh, looks like
4: it. yeah I'm ready
5: oh
1: she's got like a Carrie Matthews conspiracy Listen, board going
5: if the DA is willing to continue with no finding you can't say no
4: But he didn't steal this spike. Rebecca. The problem is I don't believe he won't steal another. And if he does steal another, the DA's offer becomes worthless. Because when you admit to sufficient facts, the judge can enter a guilty finding retroactive if he's caught committing another crime.
5: All true. But you're not dealing with the next crime. You're not his mother, Rebecca. You're his lawyer for this case. And on this case, turning down the offer is unthinkable.
1: You know, between seasons two and three, Bobby has really flourished. Yeah. He's, He's matured quite a bit.
0: He has, he has I have not <laughs> Clearly Between 1998 and today I think today. <laughs> about the kid
4: Not just the case at hand
5: Alright, then think about the kid You say he'll probably steal another bike You get him not guilty here He'll probably steal it sooner than later You take the no finding deal And this case stays hanging over his head That's a bigger incentive for him to behave
1: Very good one, Bobby
5: Take... The offer, Rebecca.
4: Is that the way this goes, Bobby? You Oh, come on. To go?
5: It's strong advice.
4: And I'll consider it.
5: Jimmy's going with you.
4: Bobby, it's my case.
5: Your first case. Jimmy's going with you, and that is an order.
1: Yeah, don't be a hypocrite. When Jimmy first joined, they had people shadow him forever.
0: They didn't, like, let him get a pizza for a season truth be told it was probably the right call but yeah he, he did call the judge your highness
1: so is was. wasting money on a trial for a bike theft
0: that's true although you know that the, i think her points are entirely solid
3: great thanks case when the mom's Taylor.
0: willing to pay for it that's the Excellent. thing we never almost never discuss
1: that I, you know I, i'll just say offhandedly that my mom is going through this like crazy civil thing mm. it has been for the past 10 years right Um, plus and the thing that you know in this particular situation my mom is 1000% right 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 but the truth of the matter is that anybody at any time can sue you for anything I could sue you Keith for something that is just ridiculous I have that right it doesn't have to have happened it doesn't I can just sue you for whatever I want basically but that's predicated on do I want to pay a lawyer a retainer fee and then whatever trial fees and vice versa so, and it, as we all know, I don't think I'm, you know, spreading any new gospel here. Most of the time, litigation is just done to screw people. It has nothing to do with right or wrong. It's just done as a, an annoyance or a deterrent or a, a punitive measure. Or right? a manipulation, yeah. Or manipulation, black, you know. So, what we often don't discuss here is, well, I mean, like, the rich people, like John Larroquette and the retainers and whatnot, but in this bike suit, to go to court is going to cost this mom a lot of money. Yeah, it, it's already cost her a lot of money. Definitely. You know, this, you know. So uh, that's what I'm getting at is that's a good point to bring up, Keith.
0: No, absolutely. Well, and that's I mean you're now seeing how all of Trump Industries exists. Why yeah, well, that's pay, he's just like, like a professional litigator. Like their, yeah. their whole thing is to is to screw people over with with nonsense lawsuits. And and, get and their then way. settle for
1: like, yeah, a quarter s- of the costs that they would have They put literally
0: out. don't pay their bills force somebody to sue them for the money that they're owed and then settle for like a quarter of what they were going to have paid just to go away. Right. And then write off those costs. That's right. Maybe. Why? Maybe? Still lost a billion
5: dollars. She's a friend, but she's also by the book. 10 o'clock?
10: You should go. Jimmy's research. I highlighted anything first circuit.
0: Mm, good. You all set? Set. So we, we just did hear, like, seems like Lucy is good at her job. She's a nut. She's, she's a strong personality, but she did know what was going on. Yeah, and she clearly got hired, so. Not sure by who. Yeah, they, <laughs> they kind of skipped Everybody seems surprised. She sort of walked in. Good luck. Thank you. Go get him back. She's going to lose. You'll be great.
4: No
3: biting. Good luck. Thank you.
5: Jimmy. I'm there.
9: I wouldn't be arguing.
5: Yeah, hey! he was a wacko, an armed wacko. The victim was basically stalking Linda him. Hump. Your Honor, They're he showed doing up a everywhere. I my client Mercedes. Hey, Mercedes, how you doing, Mercedes? Why'd you call him that? Because that's the car my client was driving when they got into the initial dispute.
9: You mean this started with a traffic incident?
5: And the threat started to escalate, and he vandalized their property, and he killed
9: their cat. Well, you can't use excessive force to protect a pet. What I'm saying is a threat started getting more and more dangerous. I understand. And it it may have reached a point where he was even about to kill them. But we weren't at that point when your client shot him.
5: Well, I think that's a question of fact left for the jury.
9: The jury is not going to get that question, Bobby. Why not? Because if they're offered self-defense, we all know they're going to jump at it. The defendant is a well-respected family man. The victim is a crazy loon. The jury will look for any excuse to set your guy free. That's not going to happen. You can't limit our defense to what you think. I can refuse an instruction, Ms. Dole. And if you get a bad jury instruction on top of this set of facts, we all know where your client will be heading. Interesting. I'm doing you a favor here. Trust me. You don't want to be arguing self-defense.
3: Technically, she can't block us. Without a
5: good jury instruction, we got to go
0: back to insanity. So, so it seems like Linda's point there is that she can't actually block them from arguing self defense um but what she can do is instruct the jury in the actual law and say like look this is this does not meet self defense standards, which would really screw them and I think her reason for doing that seems like it's the jury we know people are biased and but the law actually is very clear on this, that it's not self-defense legally, even if it's logically self-defense. So as a judge, her job is to protect the law knowing that the jury is probably going to do something emotionally in that situation.
7: Just give me an idea, gotta tell the child's mother something.
6: Of course, I have to cross-examine him.
7: That's not what I mean, and you know it. Helen,
6: look, my guy may be a murderer, but he's still entitled to the best defense possible. That's our glorious system. Kent. If you had any other evidence, that'd be one thing, but I've got no choice here.
8: No choice, but to what?
7: You have to understand, a probable cause hearing as far as the defense is
8: concerned can be used as discovery. So he's just going to pick away at Danny in a witness chair. Well, if there was anything son is in for us terrible shape, Miss Gamble. He just saw a man bludgeon a young woman to death. A woman he was very attached to. I know. And now...
2: Oof. That's can't rough. Can't these
8: questions... Can't we do it in a, a room or even back at our house?
2: The kid's definitely going to grow up to, to be go Dexter. have
8: to courtroom. Well,
7: I'm afraid that's part of the whole idea. What idea? Mrs. Walsh, please. See, part of the plan for the defense attorney will be to shake your son. I don't mean to shake his story, I but... I mean to
0: pick him up and shake physically him. shake him.
7: He he wants this Hope to be an awful experience out. for you. He He wants you to be so repulsed tomorrow that you'd sooner leave the country than let your son go through it again at trial. What's he going to do? Whatever he can. I know this lawyer, he's a pretty good guy, but... His duty tomorrow won't be to look out for Danny.
1: What isn't that the judge and this social services the job? Don't they? i I thought I've heard of like kids being deposed on camera,
0: is. you know, at a in a more controlled environment. Yeah. We saw them that clipping the lock. I would imagine there had to be something between. And then they took
8: it and rode away. And you're sure the defendant was one of those boys? Oh yes. Thank you, Ms. Jolly.
4: Was it this boy that actually clipped the lock, or was it the other boy? I believe it was the other one. And was it this boy that rode away on the bike, or was it the
3: other one? The other one, but he ran alongside.
4: Officer, you say you caught my client on the bike. Is that why you arrested him? Yes, ma'am. The bicycle was stolen. We caught your client while he was riding it. And you never saw him before this. We should, however. That's
0: correct. That? Never saw him. Cop probably has an under five. That? Bad. Bad. What Keith said. <laughs> so that, uh, I, she has an under five here. I wouldn't normally, uh, give her a jingle, but this cop is played by Kathleen Gaddy, who you would know from The Fear of Walking Dead, Flight 462. And 24, she has a Daytime Emmy nomination. So she has moved on to much bigger things than the little under five on the practice.
4: And while the bicycle was being stolen. That's correct. I think it went okay. Oh, it did. So
6: good, you should rest.
4: What, and not put Michael up there?
6: I don't think they made the elements, and Michael could blow it.
4: Yeah, but if he doesn't tell a side...
6: When you first interviewed the kid, you didn't believe him.
4: Yeah, I know, but but he was there at the scene, laughing. I mean, he was caught riding the thing. I I think he has to account for that for us to have a chance.
6: You could go either way. It's a close call. Well,
4: I, I'm gonna put him up there. You've
0: been over his testimony. No,
4: oh, at least twenty times.
0: Now this is a- about um, an interlocutory I think appeal. A good question. A when fi- we get our our lawyer on. Would there really be a full like trial trial for a juvenile bicycle theft? Like, don't they have juvie court that's much less formal than all that? They're taking up a real courtroom. Yeah, like small claims. Does that? Do
1: small claims happen at at the major criminal?
0: I mean, it's still it's still criminal, but because it's not it's not somebody suing them for Should stealing we? the bike. But it seems like that's way too much for like a. Twelve-year-old, She's bike. just
3: nudging us for our own good.
5: I think he's back to temporary insanity. Which means you've got to count the ways you love that cat. I'm sorry, but we are in a hole here. You pulled that trigger five times. You bought the gun specifically because of this guy. Your threat to kill him is on record. I still think the jury will sympathize, but...
6: I, I, I didn't go to the door to kill him. He just... A gun. You can kill with just a a twitch. I didn't go to the door
4: to kill him. I'm not saying I tried to stop him. I didn't.
0: Michael is played by VP Oliver. And I did write it.
4: But I didn't steal it. Michael, did you encourage your friend Jimmy to steal it? No. Maybe I should've stopped them, but... I wouldn't steal anyone's bike. I don't steal. My mom, she raised me to be honest. Do you think you behaved honestly here? Not totally. I just kinda went along. But it was Jimmy who did it.
8: You just kind of went along with it? Yes. You wouldn't steal a bike because you're honest. Uh-oh. Yeah. Two years ago, you stole a bike, didn't you? Objection! Overruled. Didn't you steal a bike two years ago, Michael? Yep. I was never prosecuted for it. Have you ever been caught cheating in school, Michael? Objection! Overruled. Sidebar, Your Honor. Prior
4: bad acts are inadmissible. She can't talk about other things unless they're felonies, which none of these were. I agree,
7: Miss Washington, but the witness opened the door. He introduced his honesty. Now, once he does that, she can cross-examine. It's too prejudicial. You should have thought of that before putting the kid Yikes. up
0: there. Yikes. I mean, the thing you're is, with this kid, me. I take the blame. we've all been in I that situation before kid about when you're in honest. a group of kids and one of them does something wrong and you're sort of like there, especially at that age. I remember, uh, probably about the same age, I was on a class trip to Washington, D.C., and we had to stop in the Chicago airport, for reasons, who knows why, with like a four-hour layover, and we were just like wandering around the airport, and uh, one of the kids we were with got it in his head, because, you know, kids, to smash gummy bears into the handrails of the Waka-Later's, and like what, and like send the gummy bears through, like causing God knows how much damage. Anyway, like a cop came in, and like we all got in trouble because he was sort of following us. We we weren't even participating. What was happening? We didn't really know it was happening, but it scared the living bejesus out of me. Yeah, you had the luxury of learning that
1: lesson, you know, without having to do it in court whilst uh, arrested. So. Unfortunately for this kid, his lawyer made a mistake that's gonna teach him a life lesson the hard way.
2: I take the blame.
1: Where
5: is she? Conference room. Bobby. Let me. We've all done it, and you'll do it again.
4: This was a stupid one, Eugene. Probably shouldn't have put him up there to begin with.
5: Yeah, we well, know. that's over.
0: The main thing in the trial,
5: Becky, you can't think about what you did. You got to keep your
0: eye on where you are. Now, Jimmy thinks you still got a shot. I do like the fact that she fucked up, though. Yeah, that's it makes some,
1: it, it needed to happen. Are we gonna get to hear Rebecca at the closing time?
5: We well, you you just really think might. The kid is innocent.
4: I do actually.
5: Then don't get up there and make a speech. Talk to them. Get rid of all this reasonable doubt stuff. The judge will instruct on that anyway. Just talk to the jury. Simple. Your personality. There's a sincerity that comes out of you. Rebecca D. Cricket. That's going to be your greatest strength in that room. If you get up there and just start thumping, you'll be like every other lawyer.
4: Okay.
0: Good advice, Eugene. Thanks. That's a tough focus. for the cameraman there super tight, changing depths then coming back but moving the camera at the same time, did a good job.
1: Your hand motions there on camera I'm not really going to allow it. helped me.
8: And <laughs> really no choice. <laughs> I'm his mother. And I'm going to protect him. Okay, well no the
0: babysitter's murderer is going to go free. Coma's hair. She's gonna see. Mrs.
8: Walsh.
7: Here are two subpoenas. One's for you, one's for your son. I know this is hard, but I cannot let a murder defendant go free, which is what would
0: happen. Yikes.
7: If you fail to show, I will move for a contempt order. I will get it. And you will be put in jail. inside of you it's
1: a
0: good question it's a tough move like but this, i do appreciate that, me, that she whispered the jail part into it's her ear the so that it wouldn't go. hear it that was professional
1: the shining kid staring at her
0: the whole way is is creepy style usa oh no he definitely has telekinesis and she's gonna burn
10: Eugene, I need to be pyrokinesis I'll, I'll get them today None of this end of the week try and remember business We do our timesheets every day Eleanor too, where Gia is she? Gia Lucy's
1: awesome
5: Why did you hire her?
10: I
4: had to steal her, Eugene She's a one-woman army, which is
5: oh, what Rebecca we need Oh, Rebecca
10: her Bobby, good Gotta make a decision who gets that office I'm moving Rebecca off my desk
5: uh, Eleanor has seniority Lindsay, I have an idea What? In my office Your there new...
3: Court Desk house. is on my Mother face. And son. Involuntary manslaughter?
5: Not manslaughter. Straight involuntary as in no intent. What? Mike
2: is thirsty.
5: <laughs> He's thirsty. <sighs> he didn't mean to pull the trigger.
3: Five times he didn't mean it?
5: What he said yesterday, he killed in a twitch. I remember once I was in an argument. I'm screaming back and forth with this guy. Suddenly. My hand hurts. I look down and I'm squeezing this book I'm holding. I didn't know I was. I didn't mean to. I was just squeezing the book in anger.
3: Yes, but our client squeezed a trigger. There's a difference.
5: Doesn't make it any more voluntary. It's a theory. More important, judge can't shut us down because intent is an element of the crime. They have to prove it.
3: Seems a stretch. Well, me. well, it's well, also we a stretch. Like It,
0: it doesn't get, jury, get so. you off for murder. It might get you to manslaughter. Or reckless endangerment, because if you didn't mean to kill him, to believe you still did. Let's go, Spares.
1: Hey, you any all? fingerprints? No. Bobby Donald. Hairs, fibers. No, sir. Any physical evidence at all linking the this joke crime should to my have my been made forty-five minutes ago. No.
6: <laughs> so, as I understand it, then, Detective, the entire case against James Parrish is his volatile relationship with the victim, and the eyewitness testimony of a four-year-old child. That's correct.
0: That's it? That's all of the evidence. They've gotta have more than that. I mean and yeah. if they don't have any more evidence than that, like murder, there's no statute of limitations on murder. Like go back and work for another week. Yeah. Why are you trying to do you're trying to not let him out? I get that, but DNA, blood splatter, fingerprints yeah.
1: on the bludgeoning item, like nothing? Yeah.
2: That's all I
1: have. Ms. Gamble, witness may step down. Next,
2: Ms. Gamble.
1: What if he just floated out of the jury box you and just a witness, you know, like, Ms. He he himself up there. Oh, the kid with telekinesis? Yeah. He's so creepy. No offense, kid. I know you're an adult now.
0: It's like, I will kill you. That's wow. all we have now. Not going to do it.
6: That's all you plan to put on for this hearing? Yes, Your Honor. No physical or testimonial evidence? What do you expect me to do?
7: I would ask you to take judicial notice of the lineup identification in time we feel we would be able to build a physical case.
6: I strongly urge you not to call it a day here, Counsel.
7: The Commonwealth has nothing more at this time.
1: So it's just that. It's just what you said. They didn't want him to be out on the streets, and they're still putting together the physical case.
0: Yeah. Which I get, but... I find probable cause
6: to be wanting. You can refile in the future if you get more, but for now, this case is dismissed. The defendant is free to go. Oh!
0: No! Which, like, it sucks that he's out for a while, but they can refile. Though so I don't know that I agree with the moms. like
1: sheer sigh of relief there a murder the guy who murdered your babysitter is sitting right there and he's gonna walk out and get in the same cab as you basically get on the same subway i mean i
0: would have some mixed more mixed feelings there yeah helen what in the hell did you do we have
7: no case the kid
0: saw what he saw
7: he's four tell me i'm gonna get by reasonable doubt i couldn't make any case based on eyewitness testimony alone i'm gonna make it with a four-year-old
5: so you let a killer walk?
7: He either walks now or later. I cannot justify terrorizing that little boy after what he's already been through. If I thought we had a chance at a conviction, maybe. But you know the result here as well as I do.
6: Tell it to the
0: victim's parents.
7: Get away from me.
0: Well, all right, James. You're the investigator. Go investigate.
1: Also true. But, Keith, was it not last week or the week before? Wasn't it him... Was it him who was like, get a... No. Who was the DA who was like, get a conviction of one of these two guys? Who gives a shit who?
0: Oh, that was Ronnie Cox. Yeah.
1: So, you know, their motives aren't exactly pure.
0: No, but, but Pickens plays a detective, he, not uh, somebody in the DA's office.
1: He kills my baby.
0: You let him go. Full tears from the... If we find any more evidence, we can always played re-fall. by Ronnie Troop Jamesall. saw him do it.
1: I had to make a judgment call. I'm sorry. Oh. She goes to slap Ellen, but the detective she just bitched out saved her.
0: Chief Weber's all over it. <laughs> because I watched Grey's Anatomy.
4: <laughs> this has to seem silly.
0: Oh, All of us on. to be spending it's closing this much time. time Time to put your case to bed It's closing time Otherwise you'll cry instead Closing time
1: In the bicycle case, Rebecca D. Cricket
4: This has to seem silly. All of us to be spending this much time The bike cost less than $100. You people are missing work. We got the lawyers, the judge. Why are we here? Because he didn't steal it. Yes, he was there, even laughed, rode on it later. You might even say he was a conspirator or an accessory. I bet he was. But he's not being charged as an accessory. See, they're saying he stole it and he didn't. Now, it, it would have been better if he had intervened, stopped his friend. Nobody, at least of all me, is saying that Michael Baylor acted admirably. He didn't. And if I were his mother. But I'm not. I'm the lawyer. You're the jury. We just address the legal charges. He didn't take it. And there's nothing they put into evidence that proves otherwise. And we all know that that's the truth. And the other truth, the most important one, he really didn't
0: do it. There's a smaller jury, so I bet that's a juvie thing. For the prosecution, Lady with a Bob.
8: Circumstantial evidence is just that. Circumstantial. But it can be enough to convict. And as circumstantial evidence goes, he was with the boy who clips the lock, laughing all the way. Laughing all the way. He runs (laughs) off with the boy and the bike. He rides the bike until he's caught by a policeman. He's stolen bikes before. You figure it
0: out. Mm. Now, well, they, attitude, addressed, they have not addressed this in the show. We've never really talked about it at the moment. That you kid is the trigger. black.
6: I thought now, we had as I a I white kid,
0: I, I was a good kid, but I did that and worse tons. And I don't think we would be here uh, if this kid were white.
1: Standing for racial injustice—it's Keith funny
0: Wow, I got—I got a jingle this week. We've never really
5: gone Keith Barney race warrior. The moment you squeeze the trigger, I thought we had. To we break. just want
3: you to listen. Professor. Put that on your website, buddy. Listen until we ask you to speak.
5: Self-defense won't work. Five bullets and a bad jury instruction from the judge We'd lose We could go with temporary insanity It's always so hazy again.
0: in the jail there for some reason You buying the gun Egon, we've got it, it. Do you ever
1: think that maybe You are Lizzie Borden?
0: It's possible
5: Bringing it to the door Threatening him, I don't
0: like our chances That was a good Bobby, by the way Sort of like halfway right. between Bobby and Trump. He's the best Lizzie Borden, the accident. most wax. Have you ever you're considered, sorry, considered you that you're Lizzie Borden? Squeezed.
5: Suddenly bullets were coming out.
1: Mexico will pay for the axe.
5: It was involuntary. <laughs> you didn't mean
0: No collusion, no impeachment. It was a perfect you know. hacking. It was a, per- <laughs> it was a perfect hacking. The truth lies in your hacking. mind. Perfect murder.
5: Nothing you've said so far directly contradicts Here's the
0: transcript. Clearly says I murdered the person. (laughs) Here's a video of me shooting the guy for no reason. So clearly it was perfect. Everybody says it. (laughs) So,
5: do you think you were acting in self-defense? Do you think you just lost your mind? Or do you think... You involuntarily...
1: Manslaughtered.
5: ...just started squeezing.
1: I've never involuntarily so hard!
6: I don't remember pulling the trigger.
1: You're
2: damn right. Good.
5: We'll be in touch. Okay.
0: Boy, there's a lot of like little distinctions in Will this. Will you
4: hurry up? I'm washing. Well, wash later. Come on. I'm, I'm washing. Hard to sort of put together. Take it easy. They come back so fast. It's a bicycle. Well, what do you
2: expect? It?
1: Take a week. Wow. <laughs> toilet paper on us. His... Jimmy was like, "You're gonna, you're a... gonna hire that new girl to be comedic relief." You wait till I get some toilet paper stuck to the bottom of my shoe. I'm gonna
0: pratfall this bitch all the way down the hallway. He did it pretty good because he was moving pretty fast. It was like hopping. Some good physical comedy there. All right, Rebecca, her first case.
1: Here it is. Her first week eligible for the best the lawyer in the
7: unanimous verdict?
1: We have, Your Honor.
7: Will the defendant please rise? Oh yeah. <laughs> what say you?
5: Commonwealth versus Michael Baylor, misdemeanor, larceny. We find the defendant, Michael Baylor. Hey!
0: Not guilty. Hey, what a no, Rebecca the e. Christmas.
7: Esquire with the thanks of the court. We're adjourned. Undefeated. You did it.
6: You already won a jury trial.
4: Thank you.
0: So why was there ideas. a jury trial? You've only makes been no sense. a week.
4: Hey, How is it in the state's interest to take that uh, all the way worry. to conclusion? I suppose I should thank you.
1: Helen won't call a four year old to keep a murderer off the streets. But damned if Rebecca Cricket won't take an innocent little boy all the way through because he didn't steal that bike. That's right.
4: I suppose you should.
1: Yeah, you should. Oh, what is that score happening? That's terrible.
0: I'm grooving to it. Could
1: you pick uh country number two on your Casio keyboard circa 1989 uh, synth? <laughs> because that is what that beat is. Probably. Yeah, just about that. That's just about it. <laughs> How do I make it stop? I know it's unfortunate because the noise gate will probably completely take that out entirely. So, oh, well, probably great. It was really First good,
3: in security, and it's ours next week. Good. Bad day? Eh, uh, normal. How was yours? Oh. Um, I think we're going back to
7: being despicable criminal lawyers for a bit. Pearson? The tactics, you know. Well, Lindsay, with all the scum you've helped get off, how could you not help him?
1: Wait, so are Thank we gonna see help. that case at some point?
7: Think you can win?
0: I would imagine next week
7: maybe I mean there
0: have been oh, some no. cases
3: where involuntaries
1: well Keith the underscoring has leading me to believe that somebody just walked in that we don't want to see I think that's quite possible could it be yes. the murderer who she just got off
0: oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's hitting on another lady that is gonna in. oh you fucked up girl gonna bludgeon another babysitter
1: well i couldn't i is. couldn't have been more wrong <laughs> <laughs> you were very very wrong. hey keith in the picture image for next week that guy looks familiar isn't that the guy used to try Peach. to date helen
0: or Eleanor? It uh, you mean Eleanor? Oh. Yeah, that might be our favorite mame fan. So stick around. Next week we might have someone who likes movies and mame. Hmm. Okay, look, we got through. Oh wow! Now I'm seeing myself uh, full screen on my video. I'm looking good this morning. Ah, okay. Good Lord, what is oh, It's because Jillian is in Dallas and I haven't showered. Wait, she's and, gone
1: again? I thought she was back.
0: Uh, just for one night. She was, uh, she literally left yesterday morning. She's in the air back now. She was doing a private uh, gig with Piff the Magic Dragon.
1: What's Piff the Magic Dragon?
0: Uh, it's this, it's actually pretty funny. It's this uh, magician slash comedian. He won America's Got Talent or something like that. And uh, he does this whole stage act with his dog and his wife and... and uh, what does Jillian do? So Jillian's out there doing that. She's... this uh, They have sort of like singers doing stuff in between the... I don't know. I actually haven't seen it, but I hear it's really good. That all could have been boiled down to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, no, because it's, it's one of those like gigs where somebody is so rich, they don't know what to do with their money. So they're like, oh, I saw this guy. I want to have him come to my house. Like, literally, they have a 99-seat theater in their house. What? They flew people from New York with a director, with a music director, with three singers, just for this one night. Wait, I want to work for Piff. Can I get in on Piff? I don't know. You might be able to. He's pretty
1: funny. Huh. I, I got yeah. a plus one to the Slava Snow Show opening. You want to go with me? sure when is On it On my birthday november 13th
0: what day of the week is like that a wednesday oh great yeah i'm seeing uh uh i'm seeing elise and soft power the night before but yeah definitely our buddy austin's I'll in see some snow show with you okay
1: man uh that's great this is look at that we made a date okay that all said which doesn't really affect our audience in any way shape or form
0: Yeah, guys, you just listen to, like, a a little moment of real life. Okay, well, uh, you know, once
1: they listen to that, they must have thought to themselves, oopsie! Yes! It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, the Out of Practice Podcast, in unofficial, unsolicited, unfactual association with David E. Kelly Productions, proudly present oopsie the oopsies celebrating excellence in acting good lawyering good guesting good and being tom brady not to mention this is where we rate the episode and stuff now here are your hosts keith and mike thank
0: you thank you thank you so excited for uh episode two of season three's oopsies and we have the first category, yeah.
2: most
1: Well, truth be told.
0: Yes.
1: Helen Gamble screwed the pooch this week. Well, uh, we can debate Bobby that. We'll get to, we'll get to that Lindsay, later. That's good. Bobby and Lindsay are flailing.
2: Right. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, they kind of are. I think the only person who showed judgment, who took a couple of risks, who fought adversity, who... She fell down, but she got back up. I think the oopsie, her second, if I'm not mistaken, for most valuable lawyers, yes. is Rebecca D.
0: Cricket. Rebecca D. Cricket. Congratulations. Yeah, no, totally. Of course. Of course it's Rebecca D. Cricket. She just won her first oopsie as... A lawyer congratulations uh very exciting which now brings us to already famous because you've been on TV getting a pay first entry on your IMDB way to go and you're the best.
1: give it to gia but
0: uh you say she is uh she is a now a main cast member well i guess it can't be her
1: marla is in you know born and raised in san francisco marla salkoff moved to los angeles in 1994 so she moved to la in 94 and only four years later was a regular guest star on a regular regular star on the practice that's awesome
0: on the show, coming off winning the Emmy, wow,
1: no less. Uh, but she's not eligible for this award, is what I'm getting at. She is not. So, Keith, what do you think about Egon? Do you think that is the the right move here?
0: Well, I think it's a. I think he does a. I think he does a really good job. He's got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, I think I think it makes sense. There really, he wasn't. So nobody's sort of given the big standout uh, moment here. So are you gonna go with you're gonna yeah, go I with mean, like, uh, Edward some... Herman? Yes, I'm going with Edward Herman. Edward Herman. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that is the logical choice. I think it makes perfect sense. However, because I enjoyed imagining him killing everybody with pyrokinesis, I'm gonna give it to the creepy kid, Dakota Leopardi, for playing Danny Walsh. Because he did a really good job. You just want a deep a cut to see
1: if Instagram will get you another kissy face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean for uh-huh. four year old, he did a great job. Well, he ain't
1: four no more, buddy.
0: No, he is not. You you want to? Who else is not four? You killed your podiatrist or blew the case, but you let a single tear run down your face. You're the best actor
1: on the show This is tougher, I think. I think Bob, I think, think Dylan did a great job this week. I think Steve Harris had a great beat with uh um Lisa, oh, I'm with, not going to help with, you. uh Lisa Gay and they all the 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 central cast was great. Now, this is a this yeah. is a chance where we could even throw uh, uh, our new cast member Marla in, because she, in her little bit of f- screen time in this first episode, really established a rhythm. Made a very strong first impression. Established you a sure rhythm, did. established a rapport with all the... In fact, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Uh, it's really hard to walk into an Emmy Award winning cast and and make your presence known without overdoing it. And I think she did that in her first appearance. So I'm going to give my vote for Marla
0: Sokoloff. Okay. Oh, well, that... I, I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. I think you could also make a case for... I think Lara Flynn Absolutely. Boyle did a really good job. Um, you know, she had to make s- some difficult decisions and I think played that well. Uh, however, it, I also think you can make a good case for Michael Batalucho. He had a couple of really good little beats there. But I'm going to give it to the person who really carried this episode. And that's Lisa K. Yes. Hamilton. as Rebecca Washington. It was, it was a big... Uh, it's a big arc for her, and I think she killed it and, and continued to justify while, why the first two seasons, uh, the character felt wrong because we weren't... Because you had such an actress of that caliber sort of in neutral, uh, just sort of there for most of it, and I'm really glad that they we're putting her in the position to start crushing it. So uh, congratulations to uh, a split lisa gay hamilton and marla Sokolov for your best actors which brings us up to the controversial the tom brady award for being tom brady
1: yeah we've heard from tom on this one this week tom's back tom's firing on all cylinders he's mad he he's emailing he's playing football he's existing at the top of his game i think it goes to tom brady
0: Yeah, well, I I think that makes sense. I think we should also point out his cameo in the Netflix series uh, Life With Yourself. Living With Yourself? Living living With Yourself, uh, which was, (laughs) I don't know if it was filmed before uh, the controversy uh, with uh, Robert Kraft at the massage parlor, (laughs) Uh, because he basically did a joke leaving a massage parlor. Uh, which has caused some controversy this week, but despite that, he is Tom Brady. And therefore, must win the Tom Brady Award for being Tom Brady. Which of course brings us to... Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to announce how many spare tires this episode gets... Okay, this episode covered a lot of ground, lots of new things. Lucy has arrived, Rebecca gets a trial, Helen and Lindsay move in together. What did you think? Stop yawning, you have to talk the now. The
1: story is, all of the stories are a little all over the place. At least, I think they they dotted their eyes a little bit more, whereas at least, you know, Lindsay's able to say excuse me, Helen's able to say, we don't have enough evidence, you know, that you and I have been screaming for the past couple of weeks. We're like, We're, that's it. That's all they've got. At least she calls that out. So she's she mentioned some of the holes. I thought the bike case was actually the more most uh, followed through thread this week. I think the Egon right. stuff is pretty interesting. I like that they're attacking it from different ways. It felt like a kind of a jumbled mess, as far as, like, through lines and whatnot. But you've got this stellar cast firing on all cylinders, not a weak one amongst them this week. So I think that kind of buoyed the whole thing up a little bit. So I think I'm going to stay exactly kind of where I was last week at a solid seven.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that makes sense. I I didn't find it as quite as messy as I think you did. I thought there was probably one too many... Uh, through lines there there, one too many stories we didn't need an ABC and a D story Um, but that said uh, I thought they're all executed pretty well I I liked uh, Helen's difficult decision here and it was an interesting situation with the system kind of setting up an impossible situation but it kind of played out the way it had Mm -hmm. to um so there's a sense of inevitability there that I think um felt kind of realistic. Uh I liked Rebe- uh, Rebecca's story. Um I thought this did a better job of explaining the consequences of a minor offense on your record than the pilot did. Mm. Cuz we talked about that in the pilot. I think this actually illustrated that a little bit better. And uh I you know Lucy's entrance it's it's strong it feels tonally a little aggressive for the practice so far um so it, i'm waiting for that to settle in a little bit um however it's certainly engaging i'm interested to see what happens with anderson pearson's murder case uh so all in all i'm going to give it a 7.25 what
1: the hell 1 7.13 7.125 0.25
0: seven point one two five okay the practice season three episode two is done so stick around next week we are going to be doing season three episode three see me cover there while well, i found the uh yeah
1: found the music in the meantime if you'd like to join the jury, please do so by giving us a five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star, or even zero-star review. You can't give zero stars. They have to give us at ah, least one star. The system is because rigged. there's one star here. You can decide who just that is. Just for
0: attendance. You get one star for attendance.
1: You can do so by leaving us that ranking on Apple Podcasts because I think that's the best as far as uh, the whole algorithm goes. But if you just want to shoot the shit with us, not the cat, shoot the shit, you can do so by writing us at outofpracticepodcast at gmail.com. Or perhaps you want to see all of the crazy graphic work that Keith has been doing for all of our oopsie winners and funny stuff we catch. You can do that at outofpracticepodcast.blogspot.com or by going on the social media feeds, mostly Instagram or Facebook and checking us out at
0: outofpracticepodcast. Yeah, guys, check out the Instagram. I put up a lot of stuff there. It's fun, and we get kisses. We get kisses, we get emojis. we get floaties, we get babodies
1: Whatever you got, send them our way.
0: Come back next week. We promise to be a little bit less half-suicidal. And with all of the intention I could muster, Laser Sounds. Laser Sounds.
5: What is Wisdom of
0: One? Wisdom of One is the story of me, the brave and powerful hero SkankRoss7 and counting. Wisdom of One, there's like all these crazy adventures that we go on.
10: It always has something
2: new.
0: This podcast has many, many personality disorders in evidence. See if you can spot them all. The one telling the story is shockingly repressed. It's yet another Dungeons & Dragons comedy podcast. Interrupted by long stretches of grunting from Dagon and pointless NPC nonsense you should skip through. Sometimes it's just more fun than real life. I guess. So find us on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a listen. Rate and review us. We need your help there for sure. Wisdom of one. Failure is a way of life.